every bit of content, if you can get it to rank, becomes better than money in the bank because now Liz and I have been doing this for 10 years. We can look at our old sites, even crappy little sites. Over 10 years, you do the numbers, you're like, man, ROI is just through the roof. This is James Schramko. James Schramko here. This is episode 923. And I've got the lovely Matt Rad on the call today. G'day, Matt. G'day, James. How are you going? It's just Matt, by the way. Like normally it's Matt and Liz and uh, we've always got great chemistry, but it's just you today. You want to explain why that is? Well, because today's topic is my absolute passion and Liz was joking saying, Matt, you are just buzzing about this at the moment. You've been talking to all these amazing people quietly behind the scenes and um, she said, I think your passion is going to come through more than if she's here, even though Liz is very enthusiastic and optimistic too about what we're about to talk about. But yeah, it's definitely my passion, this one. So just for a little bit of background, like you and I and Liz, we've been chatting for a long time since I went up to yeah. um, the Gold Coast once. I, I spoke at a conference there that, that was um, run by some great Aussies who were bringing in some internationals. I met you. We got introduced through our mutual friend, Stuart. Yeah. At that time, I discovered that you're really strong with uh, websites, website investing, website wheeling, dealing, buying, selling, value adding. I talked to you about a website that I had. You gave me some great tips, which I went away and implemented. Yeah. You are the guy I go to to ask about what I'm planning with my own manoeuvring and, and stuff because you've got your finger on the pulse. You've got a great track record. You've been on this show many times. In fact, you were just recently on in episode 919 yeah. talking about digital investing trends yep. with Matt and Liz. But this time we want to talk about um, alternative passive website investing because the market is changing even between the time we recorded that last episode and now. Totally. I'm hearing it. I always operate with this um, triangulation method, this GPS method that I've always thought about since I, you know, I understand how maps work on a car. It takes three reference points and it can then tell you exactly where you are. Now, when I hear stuff from you, mm -hmm. typically I'm going to hear it from other places, but later on, right? So that's why I brought you onto the show so we can hear from you first. Since we've spoken about stuff that you told me about before, I've heard it from other people. I've had a partner of mine went into a business and operates as a marketing CMO for them on a, a sort of a almost full-time basis because the market is exploding and they're an investment company who buys websites. I've got another client of mine who started, um, I think they invested $100,000 into a business that goes out and buys and develops websites and they promise a return. I think it's like 12% they talk about, yeah. um, guaranteed. Yep. I've got another client who also started, um, you know, he owns an Amazon store. He has a couple of agencies and he started putting his money, uh, by the way, most of his money is in Bitcoin, like straight up, yep. outright yep. Bitcoin on a wallet. Like that's his main play. But his next best investment is online business web portfolios. Like, so, yep. okay, I'm hearing about it from enough people who are very clever and doing quite well that I wanted to have this discussion. Now, I suppose this is the point where you and I should both say, like, I am not a financial advisor or planner or I'm not licensed to give any information. What we're having here is just a discussion. I'm not giving yep. advice. No. I imagine you're probably in the same boat. Yep. It's just that um, you have this solid background of M&A. And the interesting thing is I imagine it's kind of like what's happened to me in a way. You, you probably left that industry quite some time ago. You went onto the bleeding, leading, bleeding edge of the edge and did your own stuff. And now, 
many, 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 many years later, people are sort of coming back into our world. For me, it happened when the pandemic came and people were starting to work from home on Zoom and uh, realized that they didn't have to go to the office. Um, Now I've got this old network of people who are like, hey, James, you know, you've been on this, you've been doing this for a while now. And I'm like, hey, welcome to our existence. But in your case, this is happening in a more direct sense. You've got all these big M&A firms are now interested in the digital space. And I know we touched on it last episode, but what I'm really sensing and a trend from my own community is there's a very keen interest in where do I put my money? And I imagine being interested in it, you would have been on that like a magnet. Yeah. (laughs) But people want to know, like I know some people want to try their – metaverse stuff, their NFTs and and things. Great. Mm. I've got straight up people who just buy mutual share funds. Mm. We've got people who like their properties and developments. And there's a a few members of ours actually are pretty active in those markets. They do like either rent to buys or they buy blocks and develop. We've got a mixed bag, but there's also a a growing trend of people who have great skills Mm. who can get out there and, and start doing this and not just basic people. I know that traditionally your market might've been people who wanted to learn how to do this and you take them through the very basic things, which is incredible. And I've always sent them to you, Matt and Liz. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) You are the place that I send people who aren't yet on their journey. Yeah. And the feedback I get from them is off the charts. They're like, Oh, James, you've changed our life. Thank you for that introduction. I I think I shared a message I got with you from one of those people. Yep. I know who you mean. And he's a uh, the total change. You should see what he's doing now too, James. Oh, wow. What a total change of life. Well, here's the thing now I'm getting advanced, like partners of mine who have agencies are like, I want to buy Matt and Liz's training and I want to apply it at a more advanced level. And I know you've got rules, like you don't let people buy a site over a certain value when they start out. Yep. But having spoken with your team, some of these advanced people, they're saying, well, you've, I think you've given them permission to go and invest a little more. There's a threshold apparently where if you spend X amount, you can actually really speed up your progress if you have skills, if you bring skills yeah. to the table. Now, where yeah. does this sit with passive? That's the thing I'm interested in because yeah. what if you don't want to be that active, go and rat out the deals and do the investigation, the due diligence and you know, develop them, whatever. What sort of options are on the plate for us and how does this sit with the changes that are going on and you know, with the potential perhaps for inflation right now and the fact that bank accounts pay nothing. In fact, I've got one bank account that wants me to pay them if I keep yeah, too much in my account. It's, um, that's the first time I've seen that. Yeah. So, well, I think started, you touched on something just so anyone listening realizes if you don't know who we are, I guess in some ways we're a bit underground as well, because what's happened now, we've got a meeting of Liz and my original background in buying and selling businesses and doing mergers and acquisitions from years ago, like you said, that was over a decade ago. We used to do, um, people don't realize this, but we used to do big multi-million dollar deals and we'd work with some very well-known private equity firms and very high net worths back in Sydney. And basically what we did, we would help those people buy and sell businesses. And traditionally, we were involved in manufacturing because that's what Liz and I bought ourselves. We owned our own manufacturing business. So we're really good with stock-based businesses that are leveraged, where you're not working in them, you know, five days a week like retail businesses. And the reason I share that with you is because then what's happened now is our background now has now met the future. Over this last 10 years, what Liz and I did, we just did what we used to do with bricks and mortar businesses, but with online businesses with one important rule no physical stock or inventory, you'd call it. Because when you're a young entrepreneur, 
it holds you back because you've got to keep putting, you've got to go to the bank and borrow money. You've got all your net worth tied up in a warehouse somewhere in, in the Western suburbs of Sydney. So now we do all that online. And what we're, now if we fast forward to today, I'm not allowed to give financial advice, but we help out a lot of high net worths. We're advisors, always have been for the last 30 years. We've been advisors to high net worths on how to structure their businesses. And so what it's done, it's given us a unique insight into how to structure particularly multi-million dollar businesses, whether they're online or offline, for an exit. And what's really interesting is now in the marketplace, particularly if you go, make sure you go and listen to our previous interview that we did with James. It's really cool. But let's now move into today's. The next thing, as James, you mentioned, what's happened, I think, especially over COVID over the last two years, and particularly even in the last six months, this idea of now being able to invest passively into websites is a possibility even for even just like normally you couldn't get into these private equity deals. You'd have to be a high net worth or have a family office, what's called a family office. You would have to be either a ultra high net worth or a high net worth to get into this stuff. And to give you an example, like over the last year or so, we started getting older, let's call them business acquaintances from our old days, ringing us up saying, hey, Matt, we just raised $50 million or we just raised $100 million. Can you introduce us to someone? We need to buy websites. So we need to, we, we know how good they are. And I was saying to Liz, wow, what's happening? All the, there's something going on here. That's from the bricks and mortar world. And they're hearing, because I think they look Liz and I up online and they see that we do websites and they say, can you introduce us? We need deals. We need to be buying up websites. And now taking that to the next step, what these private equity firms are doing or what we're seeing, this is a worldwide thing, by the way, we're seeing smaller, I'd call them micro private equity people who are good at running websites, had some success like Liz and I have online or had a lot of success, sorry, online. And now they're starting up their own micro funds where they raise not even tens of millions, maybe just a couple of mil each time, like five mil, 10 mil, and they go out there and buy websites. And what they're doing is they run the whole thing and they just bring in micro, I call it micro, I guess that's the best term for it, micro private equity. They just raise funds off people. And, and like you said, you know, they'll guarantee a certain return or they, they work in all different models. But basically what's going on out there, it's boom times. And because people have got to, you've got this weird time in society where you can't have cash in the bank. Everyone needs to get money working for them. Website businesses are a no-brainer these days, but thanks to COVID, everyone realized, oh, wow, working at home's here to stay. Everyone does everything online. And also what we're seeing in our industry, and I'm just going to say this, and I think it's in our last interview, content sites rock. People like me who are traditional investors into big businesses are going, hang on a minute, I don't want to be funding something that just sucks up money after money. I want to buy content sites. And we're seeing big corporates even now, especially in the last year, going, I don't just want to buy Amazon FBA sites or Amazon, which is called e-commerce websites. They also want to buy content sites. Now, that is the sweet spot for Liz and I, because that's what we teach people how to do, have been doing that for the last 10 years. And all of a sudden, we're sitting here going, man, I wonder if everyone's reaching out to us saying, what are you guys doing? Like, who do you know? Who can you introduce us to? Do you have clients who've got good six or seven figure content sites? We'll buy them. We'll pay cash. Done. And if they want to stay on board and run them, even better. We're ready to talk deals. And these are people that have got millions of dollars all the way up to people who've got hundreds of millions. So private equity, I don't you know, like those firms. So you can probably hear in my voice, it's pretty darn exciting times. I'm on lots of, like previously, I was in kind of semi-retirement compared to what we've been doing in the last two years. 
now I'm on, it's good fun, but we're on constant Zoom calls like this with people in America normally, but also here in Australia, we've had these PE firms reach out to us. And it's just, I just think there's a huge opportunity for two sorts of people in your community, those that want to look for alternative investments. And those of you got, I think when I looked at the comments and I sometimes go and have a look at your website. So I go and look at your clients' websites because I just can't help myself. I love it. Sit there during my lunch breaks, a bit nerdy, but I just like checking out people's websites, seeing how they're ranking them and stuff. And I'm thinking, man, these guys don't realize what an um, asset they're sitting on here. So if you're a good operator, you could potentially bring on board outside funds and really take it to the next level. But I guess for today's webinar uh, lesson, is more importantly, if you're looking for alternative investments, like you said, you don't have to go out and run these sites yourself even anymore. You can just put money passively with these private equity funds. And it's a lot, that was not there five years ago when we were doing this. It's heaps easier now. That's the bottom line. You can passively invest in the website. Someone else will run it. You just put your money into the fund, just like a traditional PE firm. Pretty amazing. I'm still sitting on my content side and just growing it nice and fat. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The funniest thing is now when I do some transactions of the demonstration stuff that I've purchased and photographed and created content around, they recognize it and they say, oh, I love that side. I'm always looking at it like all the time. See, and I laugh, I laugh if that was your big sellout. Like it's kind of funny. Well, one day, you know, one day someone's going to write a check for that site and it'll be a big I check. And yep. that's because that whole market's expanding and it's got a vice grip on it. So, uh, and I haven't really even started marketing it yet. That's the funny thing. That's the site that you and I talked about. It is. And Liz, when we first met you, isn't it? And yep. you, you stuck a Zoic on there or just AdSense. It's all passive, yep. how it's monetized. You don't 100%. And, and it doesn't rely on me. What's it, like not even 0.01%? The, the team create stuff. I contribute pictures, which I'm just taking naturally anyway. So here's one thing to think, maybe this is a really powerful lesson that some of your listeners may not have thought of, and even for you, just conceptual, right? Just an idea. So, because you and I come from very similar backgrounds, we hung out with the same people, what was it, back in 2008, 2009, you know, and we're all building different sites. And in those days, i got to admit, Liz and I did a lot of paid traffic we were good at, or Liz was good at, she's super smart on that sort of stuff. But then when I learned SEO, I'm saying to Liz, hang on, why are you sending, you know, five and six figure amounts with Google? I can just SEO these articles and we can get it for free. So that was one thing. But what? I, let's fast forward to now, like for you and your listeners, I think even more so now, content is an actual asset. It's like money in the bank. So today you will post some content on that site that you're talking about, right? And you don't think much of it because it's outsourced, but seriously... That bit of content is not like spending money on paid traffic because when you turn that off, it's gone. Like you don't never, but if that bit of content that you've got starts ranking, now middle, it'll take six to 12 months, but you think that's better than money in the bank. That's how I view and we tell our team that and we tell all our clients, every bit of content, if you can get it to rank, becomes better than money in the bank because now Liz and I've been doing this for 10 years, we can look at our old sites, even crappy little sites. Over 10 years, you do the numbers, you're like, man, ROI is just through the roof. That content that cost me 30 or 50 bucks years ago now is paying money, even at a 1% conversion, do the numbers over five years. You know, this is 24-7, five years. Talk about Warren Buffett's ultimate compounding machines. And I just saw Mahesh, does he, you know, Mahesh Warren Buffett's like star student. 
he's raves about compounding machines. I say, mate, you should get into websites. These things compound like nothing else. So any of you listening, you want to be thinking now, content is way more valuable than it was even five years ago. It, it is literally like money in the bank if you get it right. And just even bog standard content with Google ads on it, monetized by that is worth a fortune, especially over the next five years. That's what the big buyers are wanting to buy now. Okay, so let's say the, um, the buyers are buying these content sites. They've got yep. a team who are obviously good at operating them and you know, know what sort of content to create, know how to monetize the list or whatever, and they're growing the value of these portfolios of, I guess, their roll-ups. and Yep, roll-ups. That's generally what they do. I do have a client who sold out for a lot of money and they're rolling up a bunch of agencies. So it still can work in agencies yeah. as well. If you listen to this with an agency. Absolutely. Agencies is a good one too. That's an upcoming trend that we talk about as well. That, that's going to get really big here in Australia over the next five years without a doubt. So the main questions I would have, are, you know, I'm listening to this. I go, okay, yep, Matt, I get it. I've watched the news. I can see people do not want to go back to work. Yep. <laughs> I see that uh, the online is more than just a fad. It's a real thing. I want to put some of my money. Let's say they've, they've got an offset account. They've got some money in there. How much do they have to invest in some of these companies and how do they find them? Yep. So traditionally to invest into a private equity firm, you need to be what's called here in Australia. And so I think, I believe it's the same in America. You've got to be what's called a sophisticated investor. And you would need to, that means you've got an annual income of 250 grand or more. And you've got a net worth of, I think here in Australia, it's two and a half mil. And I think it's the same in America. It's numbers around like that. Now, the good news with these new, and this is not a plug at all for these pre-e-firms. You still got to do your own due diligence. But now these are little micro companies and you can invest as little as say 20 grand into a deal. Gotcha. So they run exactly how you said. These are people who are, that are good operators. They're basically people like me and you who've been doing this for the last 10 years. I've gone around and interviewed a bunch of them. And it's funny, their backgrounds are virtually the same as mine and yours, James. Well, well, particularly mine and Liz's. All of us started out with AdSense sites, like sort of 10, say a decade or so ago. And what they do is they get really good at it. And they're good at doing six to seven figure websites off AdSense. These are passive, semi-passive sites that just rely on content. And so now what they're doing is they're raising money and you can come in and stick, say you've got money and you want to invest. You can, rather than you run it, you can put in, say, 20 grand, 25 grand. So right at the moment, I'm investing. So we do this now as well. I'm sticking 25K into one of these funds. Now, interestingly for me, I'll say it here, I'm anti or I'm not a fan of e-commerce sites, but Liz and I are all about creating a safe portfolio. So to broaden out our portfolio, I'm never going to buy an e-commerce site myself. So how am I investing into it? I'm literally right once every couple of months, I stick money into one of these funds in e-commerce sites just to broaden out my portfolio because I don't have a team. I don't do any of that stuff. And I'll just put 25K in here and there or maybe 50K into when I see the right deal come up. If I see a good operator who I think, you know, because I know what, I can read their background and see what they've done and I go, awesome. And so anyone can do this. And I think you'll see over the next five years, there's going to be a lot more operators out there doing this. So what that means is you need to learn how to do due diligence or you need to understand what they're doing with your money. So just like when you do any investment, alternative investments, especially if someone's going to manage that money for you, you want to understand what the heck they're doing. So that's why your listeners are at an advantage if they've been online and they've made money online in the past. Yeah, because they can look at a website and they can actually read what they're looking at versus, yeah. you know, the, the hard part 
for people who get to, and it's not everyone, right? But some people, and a lot of the people I coach, they get to a point where they have a surplus. Yeah. They actually, their cost of living is lower than what they make. Yep. They're starting to build up equity and often it's seven figures worth of cash, often. Yep. And then it's like, okay, what do you do with it? There's a potential that the property market is at the top of its cycle. So that's something that cools off. Yep. There's no point keeping it in the bank generally because <laughs> that's automatically going to lose over time if there's inflation. Some of the edgy crypto-y, NFT type, metaverse things that, you know, there's a lot of BS out there and shifting sands. I'd, I'd say a good chunk of them will be worthless. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to say that would be a highly risky portfolio to put all your money in. Some of them will be winners, but it's hard to pick them at this point. And then you've got what we know, like you and I, we're both doing the same thing that we're talking about here. Like I am growing my own websites. Yep. I've sold online businesses. Yep. I will sell more. And I will sell my content site. There's no question about it. I will need to position it correctly, but that is going to happen. Yep. But at the same time, the other way that I invest with people is in my intellectual property and my attention. I, I mm-hmm. work with revenue share partners to give them my time and my knowledge to grow their business and they pay a royalty, which I end up getting a surplus because I haven't even invested yep. cash into that. So, well, I, I do in a way, I invest in my team and I invest in my website and my traffic and my knowledge and resource, you know, so I, I pay out money there, but it comes back. So what do you do with the money? Yeah, you're absolutely right. You've got to do due diligence. I've had discussions with uh, another friend of mine, Selena, on this particular show. I know you've listened to that one as well. Some of the yeah. alternative investments. Right. I've got to say for the right people, that's certainly a good option if you are comfortable with what that involves, but that's not for everyone. And that's the thing. But I do think what I love about your stuff, Matt, and Liz, even though she's not here, is how accessible it is. You could literally start from scratch, get into your digital investing program, your e-business institute, and you could learn it from the beginning. And that's um, when I'm coaching people, a lot of times they're tempted to go into the biz op market, the business opportunity market. And we could describe that as somewhere often people are selling very high ticket stuff to an unsophisticated buyer with the big promise of some huge outcome. And I've said this to most of the people who ask, they're like, which biz ops are good? And I actually say, I think I actually only know of one. Yeah, websites. There's only one program that I would recommend someone, like I'd recommend my kids yeah. or my parents or a friend who I trust that could actually learn from scratch. Because I actually don't teach start from scratch. That's not my market. Yeah, that's true. I coach lots of people yep. who are in that market. But of those people, you know, I get to see what's going on. And since I got to coach you, especially through that transition from being on it live yeah, in person events. That was unreal. To online situation. And I still get your weekly emails, which are just knock it out of the park, but benchmark best practice. Like yeah. I know your business is thriving yeah. since you went online. Since I get to see that and, and I've run students through that, through my recommendation, I'm super happy with what you're doing there. But I think this is very important. It's clear that you're getting deal flow. Yeah. And if people yeah. come into your program and they're building assets, there's sounds like there's a chance that they might have an avenue to sell those if they want. Well, that, that's an interesting comment. And it's funny, as you're leading up to that, I was thinking, I want to give this example because at our last boot camp, Talking of, so our specialty is training total beginners for whatever reason. I think Liz and I just love it. Just having total beginners come in, people like Liz and I were 10, 20 years ago, and they don't have to learn all the stuff that we had to go through. But what's cool is at one of our last boot camps, we had a lady called Lisa who bought this simple little affiliate site 
the classic site that we teach people how to buy for $2,000. Now, this relates to what we're talking about today because watch what happens. So she buys this little site. She learns on another site, which is even smaller. And she got that going and, and she wanted to give up. She said, Matt, this is too hard. She's an ex-real estate investor and very successful at it. So she's a stay-at-home mom. She's you know, like very similar to a lot of our clients. And she wanted to give up because it wasn't really making much. But then once she realized on this super small site, oh, this works, I'm making money passively now, she applied the site. All she did was just post content, literally what we teach. We taught her and I was personally coaching her. I said, stick at it. I think that site you've got there is really good. Anyway, fast forward through today, that site now is making $30,000 a month net. That's net profit. And at our last boot camp, so that's amazing in itself. We had one of the world's top website brokers. He just he listened to Lisa and I chat about her site. We shared it with our community, what she's done. And it's literally what we teach here at eBusiness Institute. And he's just blown away. And he goes, I will value that website right now at over. If Lisa, if you want me to sell that for you, I'll sell that in the next two weeks for over a million dollars. Now, this is a site that cost her two grand. And I think her and her hubby are very, very happy. You think they're ex-real estate investors. They're now sitting on a million-dollar asset, but she said no, because her and I are working on it in the background. We think we'll double it in the next 12 months. We've got a really cool plan. And talking of roll-ups, she's buying other websites in that niche, and we're just doing exactly the same strategy. And see, it's cool. It, it sounds like it's my site. I get to live through my clients. It's so exciting. <laughs> you, I can see why Liz sent you along to this. You're so excited. Huh? But the cool thing is, leading to what we're talking about today, this broker was saying to me, Matt, if she ever wants to sell that, if Lisa ever wants to sell that site, we will sell it to these big aggregators, these big buyers, these private equity firms who's raised millions of dollars. And I've spoken to a few of them in the background and they've, they know, they've seen the Lisa story and they've all said, we will buy her site. It is exactly our sweet spot. So you could invest into one of these private equity firms. They could buy one of our client sites. And there's quite a number of our students who have sites that will probably be sold to these private equity type firms over the years. And they'll be really good investments because they're passive content sites. So they've got options here. One thing, uh, Lisa could continue to roll up and just get bigger. Yep, which she's going to do. She could sell out at some point, pay some capital gains probably, and then reinvest what's left into a passive fund and then yes. just yep. participate in a return and then just decide if the risk is worthwhile, if the fund is any good or not but at least she'll know that part of their portfolio has a pretty solid site. She could maybe even receive some money from one of these funds and not sell so she doesn't have to That's it. Yeah. trigger the um, capital gains. Maybe she can just get some money to grow it faster and be a sort of semi-active participant in, in that and, and grow it. And that's kind and of how my client's selling his agency. Yeah, that's He's taking a portion of money, keeping a seat at the table and being part of the bigger roll-up and then getting vested over time, and then he can exit. So there's lots of ways to do this if you've got the skills. If you don't have the skills, yeah. you can get the skills from Matt and Liz. If you're a total beginner and even to intermediate, we, that's our sweet spot. Well, let's talk about the advanced because I do get this. i got a couple of advanced. You know, one of my guys who, like, he's been building my websites yep. for, gosh, 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's extremely advanced with the technical capabilities. He considered, and then I've got another guy who's like a total world-leading marketing agency who's interested. Now, you have different rules for them. Absolutely. So 
We do have a number of your, this is a first for us in the last few years since we've been speaking with you, obviously some of your more advanced guys just quietly have come on our courses and I didn't realize. Mm. And then when I get on a call to them, I say, look, I think this course is too advanced for you. You know, go through it for 30 days. I'm happy to give you a refund. No question. Like I'll understand totally. And they haven't refunded. So what we find with the advanced people is that it's not the advanced stuff that moves a needle. It's the fundamentals. They need the big concept. Because it's like when we first met you and, and well, straight away I said, oh, mate, stick a Zoic on that site, get the content going. That When you described to me your site, I straight away, remember, I straight away said, that's a sellout one day. That's what I'm yeah. always looking for. I even know who would buy it. Well, that's right. I'm sitting on a gold mine and you described what to do with it. Oh, yeah. I think that's how we can help advanced people is make them realise that, see, that you get – Blinkered. If you're, I've met so many legends at SEO. They're even better than I am at SEO. You know, like I, I love SEO. That's my thing. But these guys, but they're only earning. Like I, I've said to a number of them, just when I face to face, and say, dude, you should be earning seven figures a year with your skill set. I have beginner clients who are earning more money than you are off basic affiliate sites, and I show them to them, and they're just like, man, I never even thought of that. I said, not only that, you should be thinking about the exit because some big company is going to come in and buy it. And if, you've, if you advance guys, if you've got good skills, here's something that James just said is a massive wealth creator that I noticed like 20 years ago when we started working with these PE firms is what they want is, we call it finding a good jockey to run the business. And that's where you can create, I've had that many personal mentors and these are tough ass businessmen back in Sydney, but they say to me, Matt, let me take you through a few companies that we've bought. We've brought on a young guy like yourself, and now he's a multi, multi-millionaire because he kept equity in the business. He ran it, and we gave him generous equity, plus we then did an exit to an IPO, normally to a publicly listed. That's where you start making the mega bucks, and that's what you can do if you're advanced. I would recommend, like say someone like Lisa even, don't sell it out for a big cash payment keep 20% equity in there or something. You can structure deals and you can talk to us about it. We've been doing this for 30 years, helping people structure these kind of deals. Typically, you keep, say, 20 to 30% equity in and they will even bring in the team and they bring in, more importantly, they bring in lots of capital to grow it to the next level and then it gets on the radar of the publicly listed companies and that's when the multiples go through the roof. Instead of getting a three to four times multiple on the sale price, you can get five to six if you can keep equity when it, if it goes to an IPO, that's where you get seriously rich. That's when you're making hundreds of millions potentially, particularly in America, but it's happening here in Australia as well. So just if you're advanced, my advice would be is it's what we advise everyone on. Plan out your life. It actually starts with your vision for your life. What do you want to do with your family? Do you want to be part of a $10 million business or a $50 million business? If you do, you just go, all right, now I'll work backwards from there. Matt and James are saying there's opportunities out there. You can see it once you start looking around. You go, all right, so who do I need to know? What do I need to do? Most of you advanced people would definitely have the skills to do this without a doubt. It's just kind of putting it together and then practicing. I would always practice on small stuff like Lisa did. She bought this little site under a thousand bucks. That's kind of our rule. Even if you're advanced, we tell our advanced guys, buy small sites, keep safe, prove that you can get runs on the board. And then you move up the scale. Then you start talking to bigger, bigger people, get into bigger and bigger deals. And all you do is just do it safely. I'm at an age now where I'm in my 50s and um, I'm at an age where it's about wealth preservation. We've done it. We're, we're happy in life. We can retire if we want. But now, so we're all about safety. And most of our audience members are, let's say, 40, 50 plus. 
And so we're very big on teaching people. That's why we say have a broad range of portfolio, websites, investments, and play it. You still got to take risk, but with websites, the good thing is compared to traditional bricks and mortar business, it's a lot more risk friendly because you can start out small and build your way up. So your advanced guys probably just don't realize the asset they're sitting on or the skill set, the multi-million dollar skill set that they're setting on. Because there's a lot of need. You, know, one of, you want to know one of the biggest problems or bottlenecks for these big PE firms or small PE firms at the moment is finding the good operators. So it's kind of the perfect marriage when you think about it. If you don't have a lot of money, because say you're an experienced person online and you, yeah, you've got kids, you're building a house, you might not have a lot of cash assets. You've got a lot of intellectual assets. So you can go to these guys and say, hey, put your hand up, say, I'm a really good operator. Here's what I've done. And they'll just go, all right, we're going to go out and buy three $2 million websites. We've got the team, you run it. And that's basically what you could do if you're advanced. You don't need the money. You need the sweat. I guess you call it sweat equity. In the old days, it was called sweat equity. I haven't heard them say that in website world, but that's basically what it amounts to. And then you get into the deal of a multi-million dollar deal. And next thing you know, and also the good thing too is the connections that these guys have because you're known as an operator in that space. It's a pretty small world. Like the word goes around, oh, so-and-so is you know, good at running these content sites or doing paid traffic. All right, well, we just bought three sites. We need someone on our team to help with that. So I think there's really good opportunities for beginners, intermediate and advanced in this current marketplace. Cool. I see that happening for the next five or 10 years because it's a... It's just like bricks and mortar world now. I think if anything, the distraction of what's going on out there is creating a huge focal mm. opportunity. Yep. If you can put aside world events, if you can put aside all of the, you know, the media distraction and, and attention getting, if you could put aside the great sort of, um, I think it's almost a mirage, the whole metaverse thing. Sure, it's all coming, but it's mm. just way too early. It's way too early. Yeah. Just stick to your basics. Yep. And you'll be fine. That's what I've been. I've just been doing the basics the whole time. Same. <laughs> Podcasting, building out content, having a great relationship with my audience, yep. growing businesses, just sticking to the bread and butter. And it's been really rewarding. Matt, how can we get in touch with you? How can we join your program if we think this might be a good fit? Or how can we ask you about if it's a good fit? Absolutely. Go to eBusiness Institute and do our free masterclass. So it's a 90-minute masterclass. At the end of it, we do talk about our program if you're interested. But that first you know, 90 minutes, it is just education only. And it's conceptual. It goes through Liz and my strategy of how we buy or build websites. And most importantly now, how we renovate them, like add value to them and then sell them. And so I think even if you're super advanced, it is really worthwhile going through that masterclass and just checking out our whole process. And then by doing that, like you heard off James, you'll see all our emails that come out too, where we talk about our success stories with our students and stuff. So you'll be inspired by those. We'll put a link up there. Matt, thank you so much for sharing. I, I, I know this is close to your heart. You're like me, you're doing these things now because you're actually excited about it. Oh, totally. And uh, I look forward to our continued discussions. I'm, I'm going to be leaning on you a little bit too for some tips as I uh, prepare my businesses for sale over the coming years and keeping an eye on my little content I, play. I'm really excited for you too, John. <laughs> I know exactly who you should speak to, I reckon, anyway. And, and, <laughs> and um, I can't wait to see it happen. I, I love that site. I'm pretty sure it's going to turn into a very nice sale for you down the track. Just remember, because you, you, you know, content's king. Yeah, I might end up in one of your uh, weekly emails, hopefully, as a case study. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That Thanks, would be Matt. awesome. Cool. There you go. So we'll put this up episode 923. 
I've been chatting with Matt Rad, part of the Rad team from eBusiness Institute. He's uh, very good with the digital landscape. Very keen and passionate and talented with that. Thank you so much. Thanks, James. This is James Schramko. 